Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Crefts Couch Pod. And today I wanted to share a little bit about my recent house journey. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I've been talking about that we recently closed on a house and I learned a lot from the experience. So I want to talk about the process and share a little bit about kind of how it all came to fruition and really the specific tools I was using in the process. Now, before I jump in, I want to start with a little housekeeping and share that I have a brand new masterclass coming called Out Create the Noise. And I have been pinged to create this based on my housing buying experience. And if you are listening now, it's early July 2022. It should be live in a couple weeks. Um, However, likely I will have it as a purchase in my shop afterwards for the replay. But I'll create the noise is going to be really all about the exact how to, how to, how to tools about what I used during the housing purchase process. Because, well, I'll say that three times fast, because I was just getting so much information about the market and what the collective was doing and everything that was going on that I was really determined to create something else. So I'm going to tell you all about the story today. Um, and that class is going to have like the exact tools and how to use them because it, wow, really changed the process, my reality, and it just created so much ease that I almost surprised myself. I want to say, And not really, but it's like, wow, like we really can create our reality despite how much is going on. And you know that since 2020 and beyond, there has just been so many collective traumatic events and, you know, the collective energy gets really loud and noisy and it's really easy to get swept up in that energetically. And If you're here and you follow me, likely you are very in tune to energy, you're sensitive to it, and we really don't want to become the energetic dumpster can, right? You want to be aware of the energy, but not at effect of it. You want to be that rock in the stream that can perceive everything that's going on, not the leaf in the wind that just gets totally swept up, right? And so it's really getting to a place where you can be aware of it and detach from it, right? Not so it becomes this overwhelming thing that just totally takes control over you. So as things continue to go on and we continue to have these, you know, more increasing mm, events in our world, it gets very intense really quickly. And if you're on social, you can notice how easy it is to, you know, just get sucked into that energetically and how it really can muck up your energy and how you're experiencing this reality. So I'm definitely going to do more about kind of navigating that in general. And today is really going to be kind of on the house specifically. Um, So I'll create the noise coming out soon. Definitely check for more information in the descriptor. All right, so let's jump into this house story. Wow. 
a year ago, I did not perceive how soon a house would be in my reality. Now, a little backstory. Um, my husband and I actually do own one other property. So we bought in 2017, I'm trying to remember, 2018, um, a condo in Chicago. And we lived there for two years. We thought we were going to live there much longer. And when you follow the energy, things change, timelines change. And so we ended up renting it out because that was ease at the time. And we saw it as really, you know, a long-term investment. I've seen, you know, folks acquire real estate as a really helpful way to have income when one is not working in older age. So that was my, you know, thought process on that. We moved from Chicago to Austin and rented because at the time I was still working for the VA and we were really not financially in a place to purchase again at that time. And so, you know, I was really, you know, wanting a house at some point just to have the different experience of a yard and more space. And I just really wasn't sure when that would happen. We even looked around Austin a little bit and it just wasn't the right timing. And so when we found out, um, or, you know, when my husband officially kind of accepted a job up in Frisco, Texas, it's about 30 minutes North of Dallas. Um, we were like, okay, well, let's look at our options. What could we choose? We could choose to continue to rent or buy. And if you know me, you know I talk a lot about staying in question and getting out of judgment, right? Not going into right or wrong because that offers you the most possibilities, right? If I was going into any wrongness about renting again, you know, and thinking that was a bad idea, then that wouldn't be a possibility for me. And as we started to look at the rent prices, it was like, wow, okay, that's, it's uh, pricier than I expected. What else is possible with owning? Now, I wasn't too sure at that stage of the game how much we could get a mortgage for or whatnot, because before in the process with the condo purchase, I they wouldn't approve me to be you know on the loan because of my student loans. And so we have the loan on my, under my husband. And so, again, still having his student loans, not really too sure about what was going to happen. Now, something else I get that I'm really going to talk about in these episodes is some transparency with money, because this is just a little side note for a second. I really get that there's so much money wounding in our reality that if we were just more transparent, it would really facilitate some healing because we need healthy people, wealthy And the more I hear what people are making and how they do it, it makes it possible for me, right? When I see it in others, it's like, wow, okay, that is possible. What's it going to take, right? Not from a place of judgment of, oh, I should be doing that. No, what would it take for me to create that too? So getting back to the house story. So we were approved for mortgage. I was like, holy cow. Okay, well, what, what's it going to take? What is it going to take? Staying in question how much is required down, right? How much will they approve us for? And again, I was, you know, kind of uncertain that that was even possible. So I was staying at the place of, well, you know, if we're not approved because we have one, then that's okay. Then it's okay. Then we'll rent. And then what else is possible? So that was kind of the first opening, so to speak, door opening of like, wow, okay, so we can do this. Let me, let's start looking. And 
if you're anything like me, <laughs> you go into massive research mode. Now, I, I just, I love to do it. Like I love to look at real estate and all these types of things. And I also follow the energy with this process. So I do ping things energetically, like from a yes, no reality versus a right, wrong. Now, what I mean by that is yes, no is out of judgment. It's not personal. It's just, will this choice create greater yes or no? Not, is this the right choice? Is this the wrong choice? Right? Because those are all contracting their conclusions. And so staying in question will always create something greater, will create possibilities because I'm leaving it open to receive something else. So as I started to, you know, heart a bunch of real estate on my list, I started to get a sense of, okay, what is it I desire? What do I really require here? Now, as I began the process, I was observing and on TikTok real estate as well, how many people were going into the scarcity of the market, right? So if you've followed this, a lot of folks were talking about how the the market's really hot, prices have been skyrocketing, you know, folks are going into multiple offers, there's bidding wars, and you only get it if, you know, you offer 100K over and it's cash only and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, wow, okay. I started to go into some doubt, scarcity. Well, shoot, like, what's it going to take? You know, I don't know if we have the means to get the house that I want and offer way over asking. And am I willing to choose that, right? If ultimately everything is a choice. And so I was perceiving that and I really made this conscious choice in the moment to not go into that. I was like, I'm not going to put my attention to this, right? Because the more we put our attention to something, the more it grows. So I really made a conscious choice in that moment to not enliven that reality for me. So I kind of put that aside and was like, okay, I'm going to go into the search and, you know, seek to remain calm. Now, the first realtor that we kind of got hooked up with went into a lot of the drama and drama of the market and what the collective was doing. And she had said to me, well, don't expect that you can get a house in this area. And I mean, don't even look there because that's not going to be a possibility. And, you know, we really got to look a lot um, under your budget because, you know, you're going to have to offer way over. And it was just a lot of conclusions and the exact energy of the market. And I immediately knew that that would not create greater for us, right? Because the people in your close proximity are contributing to your energetic field and how you be. And I knew the realtor that we worked with had to be someone that was going to be in the same realm of possibility, of possibilities of remaining open. So that was an immediate, mm, it felt heavy. It felt healthy to choose. Not wrong, right? I'm sure the person is an amazing realtor. And it wasn't the energetic space I wanted to be in. 
So again, functioning from that yes, no, I was like, nope. Okay, cool. Luckily, pretty quickly, the second person we talked to was amazing and quite different, really light about it and open to possibilities and just willing to kind of follow us with a soft guidance and the energy just felt light, right? I didn't know this person. I just knew it was light. And that's how I make choices is the energy about it felt light. You know, it's like you can go into all of this conclusion about, you know, when you're researching, let's say working with people or contractors, how much experience do they have? What are their reviews and all those things and make yourself crazy, or you can just tune into the energy. And so that's how that transpired. So we flew or drove up actually, um, up to Frisco and first just decided to start off with kind of driving around. We ended up there on like a Monday, which wasn't ideal with the market because what's happening right now is, you know, houses are being kind of listed on Wednesday, Thursday, they have an open house Saturday, they go into multiple offers and then an offer is chosen, you know, Sunday night or Monday. And so there weren't a lot of options on Monday, which to me, looking back was truly a gift because when you're doing something like this, it involves a lot, a lot of data input. Like I had never been up there before. I didn't know the areas, right? I kind of had a general idea of where things were, but what did the neighborhood feel like? What did the type of houses feel like? And what did I really want? I mean, I was seeking to really stay open, especially because of, you know, kind of where everyone was going with the with the nature of the market. Like if I couldn't get exactly what I wanted, I thought if I went into too much specifics, like I would really limit myself. So I was seeking to stay open into, you know, what type of house we could get. So the first day we just kind of drove around. There were quite a few on the list that then went into um, contract under contract and so that we could no longer see them. And so we really just kind of spent the time driving around and gain a sense of the area. And I definitely perceived in the process, my energy going into some of the collective, right? Like tuning into that, going into a little scarcity. And so I was definitely perceiving that because one of the houses we saw that day seemed like, you know, it was a a newer build. It had like, I love like a lot of white openness, flow is really important to me, um, more updated fixtures, ideally. And I, I was like, okay, I like this, but it wasn't the like, yes, it was definitely like, I like this and maybe we need to put an offer on because like, maybe we just need to get something. It was like the first day. And I was already going into that because, you know, I had just heard stories so many stories of folks like putting multiple offers in, like keep losing houses and all these things that I was just eager to get grounded. My nervous system was really craving to feel grounded in a space. And my lovely realtor who said, okay, it's just the first day, like take a deep breath, maybe just sleep on it before we submit an offer. Okay, cool. Let me just tune into the energy. And that first day I was still like, I don't know, I think we should do this. Meanwhile, seeking to use my tools that I know create greater, like staying in question and all of that. Then there was a very distinct moment when I woke up the second day, because we were up there for two days to look initially. And 
I just pinged the energy again. I was, you know, out of that scarcity plug-in, I will say. You know, it's like right when you wake up, you've dropped all resistance, your barriers are lowered, and you're at peace until you jump into your day, let's say. Or like if you start scrolling social or your email, then you know you get like all riled up. But there's that like space in the morning that is so pivotal and that you have so much information that can be, side note, really helpful to expand that space with some sort of meditation or tool in the morning. And I just was very clear, oh, this is a no. This house is a no. There were too many things that were just kind of off, like the yard was a little funky and had this weird downhill slope and it didn't have, you know, only had a shower tub combo. I really wanted a soaker tub. You know, it just didn't have enough. And regardless, that's all information, right? It was more the energy of it just kind of went flat. So I was like, okay, Janine, chill out, (laughs) chill out. And what would it take to find a house with total ease, right? I kept kind of asking that. And what I didn't realize or remember was that I had written down in my notes um, just a question. I Well, actually, it was a statement, ironically, because I do use a lot of questions. I said that I find a house with total ease and offer under ask within a few days. And that happened, but we'll get to that. So the second day, we go look at other houses and there's a few more things to look at and we start to have a better idea, clearer understanding of the space, the area, the vibe of things. And we see a house that starts to hit a lot more boxes. Now this one was much further away, almost 30, 40 minutes north of where my husband was going to be working. You know, so you're driving like five miles, five miles past like cow fields and longhorns and whatnot, which I was like, okay, like, let me get on board with this. We have one car right now because I work from home and okay, well, we could get a second car and yada, yada. And this house had the most beautiful pool that they put in recently. They put like a hundred K worth into it and had an amazing pool in the backyard. And I was like, wow, this yard is like everything. Yet the house, although on the surface really looked like the things I wanted, the style, the open concept, something about it energetically just fell flat. Now, my husband, on the other hand, was like also starting, he was really digging the house and kind of, I sense maybe at that point, he was getting into the process of like, yes, I just want to like lock something down. And so he was really liking it. I was like, eh, I, I'm just, uh, I don't know if you're, maybe you're into it. You're perceiving something because I noticed my default and my reflex sometimes is to prioritize others awareness over my own. And that's just been a continued learning experience. And I was like, okay, well, I, I get there's a lot of lightness to this place that pool is amazing. Wow. Okay. Let's do it. Let's put an offer in. Now it's interesting because this house then made me realize, wow, I would really love a pool. You know, I'd put that out of my realm of possibility before because again, kind of didn't want to get my hopes up, so to speak. And I was like, okay, no, it's time to ask for a pool because this is, you know, we're in Texas. It's hot a lot (laughs) and you can use it most months out of the year. So what's it going to take to have a pool? 
So we go into this place and put an offer in. And in the offer process, I felt somewhat mm, restricted and almost like it was a learning curve because there's something else going on in the market right now, at least in my experience, where folks were waiving appraisal fees, which just simply means if the house, you know, if people are offering way over ask and the house doesn't appraise for that ask, then you have to come up with the cash difference. Now, that could be a huge amount, right? If you're offering waiver ask. And so I just, at that point, wasn't willing to go that dramatic. And I sense because I was not really all in that it, you know, we kind of did this, I energetically, it felt like a restricted offer. And for some reason I was like, oh no, I, I sense we're going to get this or there was just a, it was just muddy, I would say, in general. The energy was muddy about it. And we found out the next day that we didn't. It was like one other person who'd waived the appraisal and did cash and the kind of song and dance. And I was like, okay, how does it get better than this, right? You know, we can go into like, well, that wasn't the one for us. And it just, it just is, right? It was just information. Now, I still was getting the ping, although we had time to move, we really didn't need to move till fall. I was getting the ping that we needed to choose now. Like we needed to continue this process. And interestingly enough, a house popped on the market that was going to go live the following weekend. And I was like, I need to come back for this house that I just, I need to come back. I know it's quick, but I just, I need to come back. My husband's like, I got to work. I'm like, okay, I got this. I'll come back. And I have a good idea of what you like now and whatever. So I fly back like literally a couple days later, and this time <laughs> we are on a mission. The realtor and I like just had a whole list of houses. I think in the end we saw like 28 total, a whole list of houses, and we were like, we're on a mission. We're going to be efficient AF, and we are going to get through this. And I just, at that point, after the first weekend, the second weekend, I felt much more grounded And as I walked into the houses, I immediately was in the energy of, I can choose just yes or no immediately when I walk into a space. That's the energy I'm going to choose. Just yes, no. Like, yes, I can spend the time walking around it a little bit just to gather more data. And I just energetically had the like either thud or lightness of possibilities. And so that really did save us a lot of time because it was just that innate knowing, right? especially when you're doing the housing process, when there's just so many details that you need to go through, it's too much data for your brain to process, right? And this is where you can go into a freeze mode of like, okay, it's too much. What about this and choosing this and right? This is why functioning from the yes, no energy is like so, so much easier. So what happens next is we end up at this house that, wow, there was just a very definite energy to it. And ironically, it was quite a bit more dated than really what I wanted. However, it had a pool and the like secret garden type backyard. And if you know me, you know, I love a good plant. I love plants and it just felt homey. I literally just had the sense like it had my grandmother's energy in it. So this is where I went into a little bit of conclusion, like, 
well, this must be the right place because it has my grandmother's energy, so this must be the one. You can hear that's like not a question. I said, this must be the one. Okay, well, for sure we're going to put an offer on this, right? I'm like, you know, we'd seen, I don't know, eight that day. It was like one in the middle. And the realtor was like, okay, do you want to, do you want to see it again tomorrow? You know, we have another full day of things. And, you know, the second day was also going to be the house. I was going to see the house that I can't flew back for, cause they were only doing a, a quick open house for that one. I was like, yeah, let me see it again in the morning so I can really get that energy and then see the rest of the day. So we start the day, the second day by seeing that house again. I was like, wow, yeah, there's just something about it. It's so homey. I like adore the neighborhood And there were just a lot of things that I was willing to overlook, like I said, it being more dated and things like that. So I was like, okay, let me, I'm going to write a letter right now, like a cover letter, you know, just a personal letter to try to make my chances better with all that's going on, right? Since I wasn't the full cash offer, et cetera. It felt really positive also because, you know, in contact with the, um, the seller's agent, they were saying they only had one other offer at the time, which was interesting because things were going really quickly. So again, I kind of went to this conclusion of, well, this must be the one, this must be the one because, you know, we have good chances here, right? It's not in this huge multiple offers. You know, they wanted an offer by the end of the second day. And so I was like, okay, we, we got this. So I was kind of in the energy of, I have something, right? Something shifted. So although it was conclusion, I was in the energy of having it. Then I go to see many more houses right that day. And the second house, I immediately had this like light and airy feeling. The They had a sign at the, the top of the door that was basically the sign of when you enter Disneyland. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can say it exactly right now, but it's like, you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy, something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just kind of pinged me. And not in the sense of like, this is a sign, you know, to me, because backstory, I grew up going to Disneyland, like every year we lived in California and we always drove down from NorCal to SoCal every year for our family vacation and went to Disneyland. So Disneyland is super nostalgic for me. And so I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting is what I went to. And I walked in and I just like was just immediately exhaled. And I, I didn't observe it too much in the moment because I was already like, no, I have this, the other house that we saw, that's probably going to be the one. And so I kind of was in the vibration of, I have something now it's funny enough, this house, I wasn't going to to look at. It was on my list of like, eh, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. They're just the way the photographs were done. And a lot of the rooms were really bright colors that I just, it didn't uh, photograph as well as it presented, so to speak, in my perspective. Yet as I walked in it, there was just ease, right? Even though it wasn't on brand and <laughs> being all white and the kitchen was white, but it's like, and it was a new build it had been built like two years prior. I just had the space of possibility in it. It had a blank canvas as my backyard. And I was like, okay, I could still put a pool in here. What would it take? This place is super close to my husband's work. And I was like, wow, okay, this is super ease. I'm coming from a house 
where I think it's the one. And now I just came to another really amazing option. And I was just starting to just get in that vibration of like, I have something. And this felt ease too. There were moments of doubt where I went into like, well, am I just now am I going too easy? Because before it was like, when I'm pinging energy, it was like, no, no, no. And now it's yes, yes, yes. So there was some of that. So I just want to normalize that. That does come up in this process. And there was just something easy about it. I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely could see myself. This is another great option is what I tell my realtor. She's like, okay, okay. And so I start writing another <laughs> letter in the car as we're driving to the next location. And I didn't think too much about it. Now, I see some other amazing ones that day. Maybe you could even argue looked similar um, to the one we ended up with, yet it was just immediately when I'd walk in, the energy felt heavy, heavy. And I was just like, okay, no, not it, not it, not it. Now, I also then walk into the open house of the one I came back for. And I was, wow, I felt so much. I was perceiving so much going into open houses. I really preferred the private showings because just to stay grounded in my energy because you really perceived like the frenetic energy of an open house. And we went early, so we were like one of the first ones. There weren't a lot there. And this house was gorgeous, pool, lots of updates, really, you know, quality features and appliances, et cetera. And immediately as I walked through it, there was just a disconnect. It was just energetically disconnected. And I was like, no, ironically, I got to know I shocked myself because it was a yes to come out for it, but it was a no for the house. And I perceived that at the moment it wasn't worth our time to apply, et cetera, and potentially delay, um, and lose out on another place. And ironically, that house did go into crazy multiple offers, way over ask, all cash, et cetera, et cetera. So I perceived that like energy just walking into the house. So we close out that day and, okay, we're going to apply for that number one house that feels like my grandmother. We're sure we're going to get it, spend a lot of time, you know, processing price points. What would she do? What should I do? And going into some kind of concern about that and whatnot. And again, I still ping, ping the energy. I ping the energy with prices as well, besides my awareness of what is happening, etc. And it's just what feels lightest. So we apply, send an offer, and I fly back home. And we hear pretty quickly that our offer was declined because the other offer was also 100k over asking, mostly cash, etc. And we only done 30k over asking. And I sensed when I pinged that it was like, this is enough. This is enough. That was like my conclusion. So it was like, okay, well, tomorrow let's move forward and make an offer on the second house, the Disney house that felt like it had possibility and ease. Now I went into a lot of, wow, like just kind of, mm, I felt like I was dating multiple people at once is how I could describe it. And it's like, I really wanted to get married to this house that felt like my grandmother because I was like, this is the one. And you know, this second, the Disney house is my backup. And so when we didn't get it, I was like, mm, no, I still think what's the, what's the option period. I still think it's not going to happen and yada, yada. However, let's, let's move through and apply, you know, offer for the second place. 
So I was still in the place, even when I heard we didn't get accepted, I'm like, we have a house, like we have it. I just, there was such ease in my world about that. And so the, the next couple days, cause there was like the option period of the, you know, grandma, the ha- grandma house, and then applying, offering to the new Disney house where I just went to some back and forth and just rumination about it, right? When there's like too much time, then I'm going into some overthinking. I was like, well, this is, this is the one, this has got to be it. And then will I be disappointed if it ends up being the other one? And then should I fall through a little? And like that whole process was for sure happening for me. So pretty quickly, I would say within a day, two, two days, two days, we, no, within a day, within a day, they, oh, this is really interesting. I'm just gaining awareness. So I wanted to share another piece. Okay. So we make the offer and I just kind of let it go, right? I'm staying energetically tapped into it, but let it go. That was in the morning, I believe on Sunday. Then in the evening that day, I got this like pop, like the energy shifted and I wasn't quite sure how it shifted. I just knew it shifted. I was like, oh, something changed, something changed. Like a decision was made. It still felt light and easy. And I wasn't sure that it was like an acceptance or I wasn't sure if it was grandma house that like that had gone through. I wasn't right. I just knew something shifted. And the next morning I get a call and from my realtor who said they accepted our offer on the Disney house. And I was like, oh, wow. What was I aware of that evening? Was I aware of the sellers making the choice, choosing to you know, pick that timeline to choose us as the buyers? And that was kind of like a, wow, okay. So I, I was aware that we had something. It's just not what I thought it was. So, okay, yes. That, right. It's like the, well, uh, uh, that kind of energy. I was like, yes. Okay. Tapping with my husband, feel light to move forward with this. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, cool. We're going to move forward with this house. We still have a couple days to find out about grandma house with their option period, etc. And ultimately the grandma house did not, it went through with the other buyer. And, um, it was interesting because as I process that later, um, with my own mentor, I realized that it wasn't it wasn't the energy, I mean it was partially the energy of the house, but I was going into conclusion that because it felt like my grandmother, it must be the one. And then my mentor asked, "Well, was your grandmother there?" And I was like, "Oh, wow. Yeah, that 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 was light." And I was like, "Yes, she was there. She was just present with me and she was present in that space." And it was so palpable. It's not like the house looked like where she lived. My grandmother's passed now. She was like 103 when she passed almost. It's not like it looked like where she lived. It just felt like she was there or like I was in her home. I was in a different dimension. It was so peculiar. And I was like, yeah, she was, she was with me. That was it. And so that's where I just perceived in this whole process where at times when I went into more conclusions versus staying in question, like, oh, this is the right one. This is the one because she's there, etc. And I just started to get that with the house, the Disney house that we got that, wow, it just created, it was just light and it was ease, right? The whole process was ease. I sensed they had one 
other offer of that house they didn't like. We actually offered 10K under asking, um, which felt light despite the market. Um, and, and they took it. And it was just so amazing because I'd forgotten about that note that I wrote to myself where I said, this will happen in a couple days and it'll happen under ask, right? And I, I detached from that. I had the idea. I was like, okay, what else is possible? And I'm going to let this go. I almost didn't fully get on board with that, but I just let go of what could happen. And so it's funny because now when I tell people about it, they're like, wait, how did, how did that happen? How did you get a house that quickly? You know, it was only your third offer. You got it under ask. Like, how did you close under three debt? Like, how did this all happen so quickly? You're so lucky. And I'm like, lucky or vibration? What energy was I choosing, right, to be? What was I choosing to be present with? Now, there were lots of steps in the process where I know I could have chosen more ease or more question or something like that. And there were also a lot of steps in the process that worked and created something really amazing and easy. And when you stay from this place of what would it take for this to happen with total ease, what could I choose here? And you're staying with that presence, then you just start to create more possibilities in your life, right? Rather than going into the resistance, the reaction and all of that, which just stops the flow of you actualizing your reality. So here we are now pretty much just doing a little bit of reno on this place, paint, new carpet, etc. And, you know, as I kind of perceived the energy more, I was like, wow, yeah, this one was just, it was just ease. It was almost so easy that I looked past it. And, you know, when we're asking for ease, that's the thing is like, if we have the belief that life has to be hard, then so it shall be, so it shall be right. But yet if things could happen easy and you expect them to be easy, it's kind of like, well, cool. (laughs) How does it get better than that? So I am just so excited to move. We're probably going to move about beginning of August once we kind of finish up some light reno and my husband finishes up with work here in Austin and we'll move up then. And I cannot wait to share with you guys the process and just more of the deets of just, there are so many other things within setting up, you know, oh gosh, the, um, what's it called? trying to, I was going to say the appliances, but all the utilities and, and those sorts of things that just had some, so many amazing details that like, wow, I got so much awareness on. So I just really want to like deep dive on that stuff in the outcreate the noise masterclass, because I get that this process contributed so much to me. I learned so much, so many downloads, had so much ease in the process, learned more that I want to, you know, talk to you guys all about exactly how to create your reality, how to create it with total ease. So if it pings you, please join us because now more than ever, do we need folks creating the reality they desire? Alrighty, until next time.